another episode, the final NFL preview episode of Hot Takes with Panda and Billy. Billy, what's up, man? What up, what up, man? This is it. It all counts now. Yeah, it, it all counts. Super, it all counts. Super Bowl week, man. Super Bowl week. We are recording on a Monday, so we will save the dumb media row talk for next week when we analyze what happened in the game itself. But yeah, just nothing's happened yet, except for the Levitard shows down there. They finally got Mike Ryan to do the Paul Feinbaum haircut that he lost the Wheel of Death for. So he now has nice. the Paul Feinbaum haircut, and it's fucking hilarious to see a, a dude that's the same age as us with a fucking the like horseshoe haircut. <laughs> you don't know who Paul <laughs> yeah. Feinbaum is. He's the douchebag SEC analyst for uh, ESPN. He's a complete douche. I like that, though. I like when they do that to rookies. You remember when Tebow got that little monk haircut oh, yes. and shit like that? <laughs> You're not <laughs> allowed to do cool. that anymore. You're not. It's not allowed. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh. You, can't haze the, you can't haze the rookies the same way anymore. I mean, I don't think that's that bad. You know, like a haircut, that's fine. That should be something like as a joke, but whatever. I, I don't disagree with you on that. Yeah. I think, that, I think it's funny. I don't think it's mal. I don't think it's intent is like bad, but. Right. You know. Well, what are you drinking today there, bud? Because uh, we, we've got to fill a little bit of time here. We'll just go into dreams, <laughs> dreams of what we're drinking. I uh, stopped at the old Chinese and beer corner store and got some yinglings. That's what I'm doing tonight, man. Fucking classy as fuck. You know how it is, dude. Yingling. It was this or Miller Lite, by the way. So. <laughs> in an Eagles koozie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. A Miller Lite koozie. That's funny as shit. I didn't get the Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Well, I am drinking beer-wise. I'm having a Nugget Nectar by Trogs. It's mm. one of my favorite IPAs that they do. Uh, so fucking delicious. High IBU, IBU, very, very hoppy. Probably not up your alley by any means, but I fucking love it. It's one of my faves. This is Nugget Nectar season for Squeeze. January is when it comes out every year. And then, because my partner Megan's awesome, she... Let me try some of this bourbon. Uh, Freeland Spirits from Portland, Oregon. Nice. It's a bourbon. This is uh, bottle number 10 of 892. So it's a small oh, batch. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, That's what it you're shooting smells here? delicious. I'm not shooting it. I'm sipping it. Bro. Oh, okay. This is not a, this is not a shooter. <laughs> I still need to try that. Uh, th both of the things you brought on Christmas, by the way. What's that? Uh, you got that that thing that was in the coffin or whatever, and oh, then yeah, the, yeah, the uh, meads. And the meads. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, yeah, the embalmer. That's a aged barley wine, and then um, yeah, obviously Apis Meadery is the mead. If you had mead before, it's fucking delicious. Plus, oh yeah, you know they do all kinds of flavors and stuff out here. I think if you guys end up liking that, if you find a PA libations, I know there was one in a uh, Reading Market. They might actually have Apis oh. inside there too. So if you do like that that meadery. They do have that there, usually. I like Mead, man. They had that one in Omaha that was really good. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what it was called. It was called Moonstruck. Yeah. But it oh, yeah, that, it, yeah. It was there for a while, and then it closes out in Bellevue. I mean, honestly, the worst part for them was just their location. They were in Old Town Bellevue. Nobody yeah. wants to drive next to the cop shop after drinking a bunch of beer. 
or yeah i only drove all the way out there once otherwise i just had them at like beer fest and stuff like that but yeah they were always at those beer fests i forgot about that so yeah yep absolutely yeah that's uh what we're drinking and what's in our glasses today i guess (laughs) we'll update you on if i switch over to another beer because i probably was gonna the same thing so i was gonna say what do you mean nothing's happened this weekend dude you didn't like the fireworks show that was the pro bowl dude well, I mean, we're going to talk about that after we, <laughs> we will. analyze, but we like will. that, I mean, it I was a, it was a fireworks show. That's for sure. <laughs> it was a shit show, but yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, let's hit this uh, shot before we go. Uh, I've got okay. a, I mean, it's a semi shitty shot. It's fireball. So you said you've it's got, the best you can do. You said man. you've got tequila. Yeah. Okay. Well, cheers, bud. Enjoy. Cheers. <laughs> All right. Well, gross. Let's get into it. Super Bowl time, baby. Yep, sir. L.A. Rams at Cincinnati Bengals. So this year, even though the Rams are technically the host, they don't get to use their actual <laughs> locker rooms. Well, yeah, and they have to wear the away uh, uniforms. Correct. What the fuck? They should be used to it. They're in L.A. That's true. Maybe that's what they're doing. <laughs> they're building it up because they know they ain't going to have their fans there. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I, honestly, you're not going to see that many Cincinnati fans either. It's... No, by ticket prices alone, there ain't going to be yeah, a single I mean, football o- fan in the fucking arena. Ocho Seco brought this. Uh, he made like a post about it. And he goes, who who in their right man, mind can afford this? It's like an actual like fan. Who can afford this? Bro, I saved the picture of it. I looked it up. Yeah, dude, the have cheapest fucking it? thing was almost nine grand. Well, the very, very, very cheapest you can get is forty eight hundred dollars, but the like it goes uh, immediately up to like twenty thousand, forty thousand, and up. Dude, it's just yeah. insane. It's fucking like absurd. there's not a single fan is at that game, dude. It's just celebrities, man. I yeah, it's celebrities and influencers and all the other bullshit. Yep. So many fucking people make all their money for an entire year off of that alone. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what they want in L.A., dude. They want to show it's like like being at a Lakers game, you know? You know how many celebrities are going to show in this crowd? Oh, there's going to be a ton. It's ridiculous, yeah. And they, they even have the goddamn Ready to Rumble guy do every single one of their... Uh, to start an L.A. Rams game. Did oh, you know that? Michael Buffer? Yeah. He's been doing them for the last... I don't know. I think all year, but I noticed I mean, it during the playoffs. He's probably doing it. Yeah, I mean, he's probably been doing it all year. <laughs> I'm sure it's put them. they made a contract deal with them. For home it's games just a big and stuff. show, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a big celebrity show. It sucks out there. Fuck L.A. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> what you, that's what they have to do out there to try and get people into the fucking stadium. It's not I much know. different than Vegas. Vegas has got the same way, dude. Yeah, but you have that to is a Vegas. Show. Yeah. I mean, that is L.A., though, too. You think L.A., you think of fucking Hollywood and you think everything else. It's a fucking show. Like, yeah, it's not casinos and all that other bullshit and lights up and down a strip district. But, like, it's still a show. You know, I guess, man, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels so forced. It's stupid, but uh, right. no, it's anyway. definitely forced. We already knew this. Yeah. Why do you think the fucking NFL is having no problem? Yeah. Let Stan Kroenke pay fucking St. Louis all the money that they have to pay this this year. Yep. For wrongfully moving the team. All right. So let's get into the game. Um, It's so, this game comes out. You kind of look at it. It seems like a game for me. I honestly don't see where Cincinnati is better than L.A. in any form or way of the game. Maybe quarterback, 
we because we haven't seen a whole lot of bad stuff from from Burrow. But outside of that, where where do they consider we better? I mean, wide receiver maybe. Yeah, I think as a whole at wide receiver they're probably better. Um, one thing that bothers me though is like, so Chase is such a stud, but he'll most likely be on Ramsey, and Ramsey's like veteran. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's been around the block. He's done with this bullshit. You know, I feel like he might get in his head a little bit, but we'll see. I don't know. I mean, we talked off show. I think it comes down to 99 and Aaron Donald and Joe Burrow. Them yeah. two like against each other. I think that's really what it comes down to, man, at the end of the day. So it'll what be cool, it, man. Where The way I'm seeing it, I mean, honestly, what, what comes down more than anything else for me with it, it, it got it has to come down to what does the offensive line for the Bengals do in this game? Because if that offensive line plays the same way they did against the Titans, they're losing this game by 40. Yeah. Well, I heard Greg Cosell talking about it, and he was like, "You know, if you're an NFL team and you know that your line is bad, especially if you've made it this far, like it's, it's pretty fucking obvious, right? That if you lose this game because your offensive line, that's on you. You know what I mean? Like you can come up with a million different schemes to try to survive, and they probably have all year long anyway. Yeah. So I'm not going to try to blame the line too much. I know that, like I said, Donald's going to eat him up most likely, but I don't know, man. Burrow makes up for it. You know, at some at some point, like he, he's made it this far, so it's not like they're pushovers and shit. Yeah, I don't disagree. I just think that they snuck away with a win against the Titans after giving up nine sacks. I don't think that happens in this game if they end up giving those sacks up. Um, yeah. I think the LA Rams offense is much more inclined to be able to, to, to score than you can rely on your quarterback more. You can rely on getting down the field and having your run game, just do enough to get you the receivers open. Fuck. You have Cooper Cooper cup. He had the, one of the best seasons ever for a wide receiver this year. Yeah. I'm interested in what they do with cup because if they can take him out of it, I wonder how that offense plays out. Cause they might not have uh Higby, right? Their tight end or whatever yeah, he yeah. is too. Higby so, might be out I too. mean, Cincinnati lost their tight end too, which is probably a bigger blow. But yeah, or Uzama. Sorry. Yeah, Uzama. I could never pronounce his name either. But yeah, yeah. we'll see. I don't know, man. I just, so where are you getting at? You're I, leaning, I know where you're I leaning. Know, you know, I'm leaning. You know, I'm leaning <laughs> yeah. LA. Like, I, I yeah. mean, it's not even the fact that I. It's not even the fact that I don't like the Bengals in general because they're from my division. I wouldn't right. mind seeing them win. A Super Bowl before the fucking Browns. I think that would be hilarious to be the first. Like then the Browns can be the lonely fucking shitty fucking team yeah. in Ohio. Because to literally go from what like four ten and one or whatever it was last year to yeah. Super Bowl champ possibly. So that'd be really cool. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a cool turnaround. And honestly, what the funniest yeah. thing is is when you look back at it, how many quarterbacks that the fucking Browns passed on that are doing considerably oh, better. Yeah. Yeah. Considerably better. I mean, I remember when they traded that pick away for the Eagles to go up to get Wentz. And I, I remember them saying they were out on him only because they think he couldn't throw in the rain. And they were like, it rains too much in Ohio, so we can't take him. It's just bizarre, dude. They, they just come up with the weirdest shit. Granted, Wentz turned out bad, but who knows, you know? I mean, Wentz like, turned out okay. I think it... 
I think there's been other things that have happened that have determined him. To That's be exactly worse. it. I mean, we. But, I feel like we broke him more than he probably would have broken himself elsewhere. You know, but yeah, I think his confidence is just fucking shot from what all, all that happened in in Philly yeah. and having you know Big Dick Nick, the shirt that you have on right now. <laughs> That's right. Decide to come in and have a fucking banner fucking playoffs with a Super twice. Bowl twice yes, he was he was an twice. alshon jeffrey drop away from uh possibly doing it for a second year in a row so yeah, yeah. i don't um, know it's, <clears throat> anyway it's one of those things oh, where God. you look at it and i think it's hilarious but that's because i fucking absolutely hate i hate the browns so yeah well here's here's one thing you know what's really weird is like throughout the whole history of the nfl right we've never had a home team host the super bowl and then the two very last, yeah, two years in a row, all of a sudden we do. And it's Brady, of course, when he switches a team. And then now it's L.A., who the NFL has just been constantly pumping to try to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it feels a little weird. It feels a little fishy, which is also another reason why I'm leaning towards the Houday Nation or whatever. But it's like it's like they're like an evil empire on their own on the other side. The only thing that makes me want the Rams to win this game is I like accidentally watched a interview with uh, Stafford during that Pro Bowl game. Yeah. And he's just such a genuine dude and I have watched him a ton over his whole career because all the Sundays we spent at the bar with uh, there was a Lions fan in our group, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I've seen pretty much his whole career, and the Eagles seem to always lose to them too, except for the Super Cleats game when it was that snow game or whatever. But yeah. um, it's it's it it sucks to feel bad for that guy because he's on such a stupid ass team with a stupid coach, and the league loves him too much. But it, it gives me a pause, I'll say, as what to pick, just because I do I do like Stafford. I think he undeservedly. Wasted I also a career down there, but I'm on Team Stafford. I understand that yeah. you don't like McVeigh. I get yeah. it. It, it. It is what it is. He's not but that good, man. He's just I, a hyped Chip I, Kelly. That's sure, all it is. Sure, you can say that all you want, but he's got considerably better fucking win percentage. It's gone. Never beat the Eagles. He, Never beat Doug Peterson. That's fine. And he got he got coach of the year when Doug Peterson went to the Super Bowl and Doug smashed him. So like, yeah, fuck but you guys guy. didn't have they, an amazing year. You guys caught on fucking strong at the end. We were the number one team in the NFL from week two on. We were the number one team. We were the best team in the whole fucking league until that year ended, dude. And they gave it to McVeigh because they want to push this LA bullshit, dude. That's all this is. That's all this is. <laughs> Dude, we you gotta he be also realistic came about in it. LA is like a floundering, drowning in. city. He also came in and took over a fucking shit, shittily run Jeff Fisher fucking shit show. You don't think Chip Kelly into, ruined the Eagles, dude? He traded oh, Chip everybody Kelly, away. Chip Kelly was terrible too. I get it. Yeah, you stop fucking giving this guy credit when he hasn't done anything. At, like, like, yes, he's at the Super Bowl again, but they traded everything away for this. This is their last. So if he doesn't win this, if somehow the league I, can't pull this I'm off, I'm not disagreeing with do? you. But the league is not pulling this off. Get, yeah, I think they are. Get out bit, of man. here with your fucking conspiracy theories, bro. It's a little strange. It's a okay. little, it lines up too okay. much, I think. Okay. But, Next thing we know, yeah. we're going to have fucking Tom Brady coming out. and He's going to end up winning his eighth fucking Super Bowl or some shit. Nah, I'm waiting for that Tom Brady 30 for 30. That It's called the asterisk. <laughs> the career of Tom Brady, the asterisk. I, I don't I don't have a I don't have a rebuttal on that. I yeah, just don't. no, because it's true. I don't have anyway. Anymore. So, uh, what are we picking the game now? <laughs> should, should we should we give our picks? Uh, I mean, sure. Let's give our picks and yeah. uh, 
on top of that, I guess we can say that we what we kind of think is going to happen in the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who who wants to so, go first? So I'm straight up. I'm not going to outright this, but I'm straight up taking the Bengals on the spread no matter what. Yeah, four and a half. I th- yeah, I, I I think it's going to be close. I think I think if the Rams do win, I think it'll be like the Bengals take a lead late and then the Rams pull off some bullshit and score, you know, like right before with like 30 seconds left or something like that kind of thing. Uh, do you think it's going to be high, though? Like, what is it, 49 and a half or something like that is the over? I don't know that it hits the over unless it's a fucking complete blowout. 48 and a half right now. Yeah. I think it's an, I honestly kind of think it's an under. I think it's an under game also because I think it'll be close. Uh, I think it's a touchdown game. I don't see it going into overtime. And I also, like I said, unless this ends up being a blowout one way or the other, I don't foresee it being an over. I, well, I think, I think the Bengals are going to start cold. You know oh, what I mean? Absolutely. Like they've never, yeah, they've never been there. Any of them, like even their coach, you know, he's, he's pretty new to this whole thing too. And Brand new. yeah. And I think like, I mean, that could also help them because they have nothing to compare it to, you know, they could just come in swinging, which is cool. But I honestly think they might press a little bit and, and the Rams are a little veteran in a way. And I think they start hot. I think it's going to almost be – I don't think they'll take like a 30-some point lead like fucking Kansas City did on them or whatever, but I think it's going to have to be another climb back game for the Bengals in a way. And, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm taking the Bengals all day, every day, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah. I um, I think that it's going to be opposite. I think the Rams <laughs> end up winning this by a touchdown. I think it's a closer game. I'm looking at like a 24-17 game. I, yeah, same. That that's where I'm at on this. I think it ends up being a 24-17 game, 24-20 type thing, which would be good for you. It's four and a half. Like it still keeps you in it. Yeah, I think that tight end injury to Cincinnati might hurt him more than we imagine. You know, like they 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 survived it during the Chiefs game, but they only survived it for what like three quarters or a half. Like you can kind of make do, but well, you can survive st- it. You can survive it against the Chiefs because their secondary has always been their weakest point. Well, that true, too. But like if someone's scheming against you, knowing you, you probably don't have that guy. It's a lot harder to do, you know? Yeah. Now you have two weeks. You have two weeks to try and scheme against the other way. So now you can sit there and pay attention. Well, who else? Now you can, you know, look to try and shut down both Ramsey and Higgins. Now, that also means that Tyler Boyd could have a big game. Could. But that also means that he has to step up to have the game. You know what I mean? So. I don't think that it would be a thing for Tyler Boyd trying to step up to have that game. I think Tyler Boyd's a great receiver. Yeah. I just don't know that they're going to have time to go check one, two, and then find the third check down. Yeah, no, that's fair because he'll be scrambling or had thrown it already or sacked. Yeah, I mean, so what do you think their their style of offense even looks like? Because it's just a ton of screens knowing that their line is so bad. But you're going to see screens and you're going to see draws consistently. You're going to see Joe Mixon. You're going to see a good mix of them trying to get that run going with Joe Mixon. Now, that's why the big issue that I think is going to be a problem for him is that Aaron Donald's a different fucking beast than what Frank Clark is in the middle or Frank Clark uh, Jones in the middle because Aaron Donald can take on two guys and then shed two guys to stop a run. That's not what Jones can do. Well, and they have DeMarcus Ware there now, too, which frees up Aaron Donald a little more than normal. But is you mean Von Miller? 
Or Von Miller, yeah, what am I fucking same Marcus difference, Ware. I guess. But yeah. I guess they both played for the Broncos at one time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, yeah, just yeah. You said um, that it was like, hang on. Did Demarcus Ware go there too? Did they get another? He did, yeah, he got the he got the Manning, the last Manning Super Bowl. <laughs> same difference. <laughs> no, 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 but, no. Uh, I was saying like, oh shit, did Demarcus Ware go to the Rams? Like all of a sudden, I was like, oh wait, huh? Oh right, yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, it's Von Miller. Yeah, it, it's definitely Von Miller. Um. I think I think Vaughn's more of a pass rusher than he is a run stopper. But yeah, like I, I don't disagree with you. He's also very good at sniffing out the screens mm-hmm. and such and just shedding blockers right. and, he, and reading, reading the play that comes to him. Yeah, like Which he's not what he was, but he's he's still pretty good. Man. Oh, he's still a fucking monster, man. Yeah, I think that overabundance of screen game, I hope they really don't rely on it too much, at least early, because the Rams are going to know that like us, Joe blows. I can see that all day long on these Cincinnati games. They're throwing like they're playing screens. Like I do in Madden sometimes, dude, where you're doing like 10 of them, 10 in a game. Like that's a lot. Like, uh, I I don't know. They're going to have to, they're going to have to come up with a game plan that doesn't rely on shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, use it of course. Cause it's like your, your go-to shit. And it's like, it spreads the defense out or whatever. So they can't just stack the boxes all the time. But at the same time, when they take that away, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? You don't have that reliable tight end anymore. And yeah. Chase can get 50, 50 balls, but he's on Ramsey most likely. And that's, it's not easy. You know that's what I mean? It's going to be tough for the Bengals. I understand why everyone's behind the Rams, but that also gives me the feeling that it's Bengals. It's some, sometimes teams are just special. You know what I mean? Like it, I, get it. It, I, I almost feel like the, these Bengals team might not even make the fucking playoffs next year. You know what I mean? Who knows? But for right now, they're hot, dude, and uh, I don't know. It's hard to root against them. I don't disagree with you on that at all. Um, yeah. So we've got it down. You have the Bengals. I have the Rams. Let's. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think's gonna happen MVP wise? What's your prediction for MVP? It's gonna be a quarterback, dude. I know it's a low scoring game. It's hard not to be a quarterback because if the Rams win. It's Stafford's first ever playoff shit. You know they're going to give it to Stafford regardless. If you can see if, this, it's, I know it's a radio, it's an audio medium. But if you saw me, my reaction right away when he told me it was a quarterback, I just immediately started shaking my head no. I know you did, but it, yeah. it will be. When yeah. is it not? This is going to be something that happens for the first time in a long time. Defensive MVP. Are you going to say Donald? Donald or Jalen Ramsey? Because I think what ends up happening, I think Ramsey or Donald make a splash play to start the game. Yeah. And then they make the play to end the game late. And with a dominating performance by either of those, unless unless we have one of the quarterbacks that goes out there, doesn't throw an interception, throws for three touchdowns, was just immaculate the entire game. Or you have a wide receiver that goes for 170 and three tutties. You're not gonna see see that. I think it's a defensive. I think it's a defensive MVP. Even if, honestly, fuck. Maybe Ey Apple decides to pull the fucking horseshoe out of his ass and keep yeah. going. <laughs> Get out of not here! Really. With that that's shit. not gonna Dude, happen. Put a bet on that for MVP. I bet that's what plus fifty thousand or some oh, shit. Oh, it's gotta be. <clears throat> yeah. Fucking Eli Apple for fucking. That'd be absurd. I would. I totally understand that, and I would be down for it because, like I said, we always just get quarterbacks by default. You know, what I mean, even if they don't have like the greatest game or whatever, but odds say, man, you got two big names, Stafford and Burrow. It's not like it's just some random out there. Yeah. You know, like if, G- if Jimmy G would have made it highly doubtful, he would have got the MVP even if they win. So 
I don't, I don't disagree. Know. Um, side chat, real quick, okay. because we can both bet on this. <clears throat> yeah. What's your favorite? alternative awkward bet that is on the fucking super bowl i wrote them all down on this cardboard thing at work dude <laughs> you, <have laughs> you want me just thoughts? to run through them i got, I got six of them written yeah. down you want yeah, me to yeah. run through them real quick so the anthem over under is at 95 seconds what's your pick there under me too well the problem is since 2004 there's only been two unders it's still going under i don't even know who's yeah. fucking singing at this time it's some um chick she's like i guess she sings country or something i'm not entirely sure what she sings but hang on i'm gonna write these down what are you doing we're gonna we're gonna do this as a side thing it'll just be for fun fuck it uh just to be different than you i'll go over fuck it why not 95 seconds that's that's yeah so okay your gatorade choices are you ready yeah orange blue green slash yellow so they're including green and yellow as one now and no Gatorade. That's it. I'm going orange. Yeah, orange seems to be the like go-to. I feel like right. Like they just dumped orange on uh, somebody last week. I think. Yeah. yeah. So <sighs> give me green, yellow. Give me green, yellow. I'm trying to be different than you because like who cares, right? Yeah. But I'd rather drink a, the the little green, yellow one than an orange one anyway. So <laughs> okay, what's the next one? All right, first artist to sing, talk or perform during halftime, right? So the first one is represented. You got Dr. Dre at plus 150. You got Eminem plus 250. Uh, Kendrick Lamar or whatever, uh, plus 350. Snoop Dogg is plus 180. And Mary J. Blige, which I didn't write down, I'm assuming is like plus, who cares? I'm going Snoop Dogg to start it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I could see him coming out. He's so, he's like, I feel like he doesn't have a lot to like, say rap style anymore he's so he might just come in and every single fucking song dude so he should yeah. be the first one to come out because he doesn't he can be out there the entire time that leads me right to the next prop bet but i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick um mary j blige first because she's like a you know she's more singing than anything so that's i feel fair. like that's fair. that's easier to intro all right so next bet is um Yes or no, yes is plus 200, and no is minus 300, if Snoop smokes a blunt or a joint on the stage tonight, on that night. Uh, yes, absolutely. It's in yes. L.A., right? And he's always smoking, no matter where you are, so. Yes. If and you the yes no. is plus. No, I'm saying, yeah, he has to, like, he's just, he's, he's, he's always in his mouth. <laughs> it's always <laughs> it's got just, a blunt, dude. He's going to be smoking. Yeah, bro. I'd, I'd be happier if he did do it. You know what I mean? Like, just just get rid of the whole, like, thing. You know, like, just whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. What company do you think gets the first commercial? So, like, Affleck or, you know, uh, Pepsi or whatever. Uh, first they don't have any odds. Gonna it's going to be Coke for me. Coke? Man, I feel like Pepsi's like the the league thing, though, right? Don't they put the Pe- Super Bowl but over? Pepsi's the halftime show. They're they're sponsoring all that. Oh man, the first. I bet it's gonna be. I bet it's gonna be some insurance thing with like Gronk or like whatever Brady's doing and shit. USA. I'm gonna say some insurance. Yeah, something like that. All right, and the last thing I wrote down is: uh, Do you think there's gonna be a streaker or not? Yes or no. Uh, I'm going to go yes, because it's in L.A. 
I'm going to say yes, too, because nobody in L.A. gives a shit about football. So, like, if you, you might as well, right? Because, like, yeah, oh, goddamn, you'll be banned from uh, Rams games for the rest of your life. Who cares? You'll at least, like, you'll get views and shit. That's all they care about, right? Like, is uh, awareness of who they are. So I, I say they do. I would. Yeah. Well, we got yeah, those. If my team... We have these last <laughs> fucking picks in here. Yeah, I kind of stole some of those from the Greenlight pod because they had the... Um, uh, one of the bet app dudes on, and he was like telling them all, so I just wrote them all down. But yeah, these are all like your is... games. Like, yeah. I think I still think my favorite one in general for terms of like just because it's Super Bowl is the fucking betting on the goddamn coin toss, heads or tails. Yeah, but I'm always a tails never fails guy, but tails always fails, so <laughs> it's it's like hard to choose it, right? It feels like it is. Okay, Jerome Bettis. <laughs> it does, bro. I'm a tails guy, and I feel like I always lose. I don't oh know. man, what? What do you? I mean, what are you? Uh, are you excited about the halftime show? I actually am kind of excited to see it. Yeah, I am. I mean, I I loved Justin Timberlake for the Eagles, but I feel like since Janet Jackson's nipple fell out or whatever, we haven't had like a modern artist. You know what I mean? Like it's I all been old. Was people. still fucking del- was like fucking awesome though. Yeah, my girlfriend likes that one too. It was fine. It was only cool because it was like raining or whatever, right? But it was also so, Prince, dude, and it's just so good. He's such a good musician. Yeah, you know, I'm not like a huge Prince guy, but yeah, it is yeah. what it is. I'll take Justin Timberlake over. I swear to dude, God, I put this on my life. Eat your words. We'll take Justin when, Timberlake. When over Justin Prince. Timberlake was announced that year in like the summer or whatever it was, I texted Tosh and I was like, "Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl," just as a joke, you know. And she was yeah. like, "Why?" Because Justin Timberlake's playing. And I was like, "Yeah, why not?" You know, like I gotta have something. <laughs> and he fucking did it's just unreal but this one's rad we get all the hitters it's it's a little like feasting on our generation's nostalgia a little bit it's absolutely feasting on our generation's nostalgia these guys are all old as fuck now well it's like that super bowl when we were in high school and it was what aerosmith and eminem and shit too and uh that was the one where janet jackson's nipple came off was it not yeah it's i think so so i'm saying it's like this is the first time they're finally doing you know something somewhat modern since then it feels like so well i mean if you didn't happen to notice this week or this weekend so nascar was in la this weekend also cool they they literally put a track inside the la coliseum yeah so a quarter would be really mile small. a quarter mile track yeah it only had you know, it had 23 cars they just drifting the whole time. <laughs> it's a short track. I mean, they were banging each other around. Like, yeah. It was only doing like 50 miles an hour, but it's still fucking cool to see. But yeah. uh, they had Ice Cube or yeah, Ice Cube play halfway through because they did 75 laps and 75 laps. So they're uh-huh. like halftime. Ice Cube came out and did a fucking concert. What did he like pl- play or whatever? His, like, all of his hits, all of his yeah. normal hits. But like, At I'm NASCAR. just dying. Like, what did you think that you'd see Ice Cube at NASCAR? Never. Ever? Never in my life. Yeah. No. Do you think anyone at NASCAR even gave a shit either? Probably not. I mean, I know they're trying to get their brand to get bigger, and it's actually been kind of entertaining lately, but still, like, holy shit. Like, he, not even a country star? He's like, hey, but we, got, we got Ice Cube, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they're trying to get to the uh, the younger crowd or whatever, everybody's listening to hip hop now, you know, overall. But uh, Ice Cube is a little old, you know. You think you'd oh, get yeah. like Kendrick Lamar or something? I don't know. Yeah, but, it's fair. I mean, it is older hip hop, so he's probably and everybody knows who Ice Cube is from all the fucking movies and TV shows that's he's true. been in now. So that makes yeah, sense. yeah, that's fair. 
they probably never listened to his music. You know, I went to, I had season tickets to the Nighthawks back in the day, the Omaha Nighthawks, remember yeah, them? Yeah. And they had a Nelly show at one of the halftime shows. And the stadium, I've never seen Nelly, nor do I really care to, but I did stay to watch him. And the stage was, it was a baseball diamond, and the stage was all the way on the other side. So, like, no matter what seats you had, you were a million miles away from <laughs> Nelly. I just picture that's probably what the NASCAR one is, where everyone in the crowd's just like, all right, man. Get I mean, shit over with. it wasn't he wasn't that far away because it's in the Coliseum. So he just like they had a little section oh, blocked true. off. Yeah. But I mean, it didn't look like it was all that packed anyways, because it's L.A. and it's NASCAR. So exactly. Well, L.A. and any sport, but the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 also. But yeah, uh, I mean, that's our uh, that's the Super Bowl talk, I suppose. Yeah, dude. Go back. I know that we're not super analytical on this. We were you just kind of off the cuff and being fucking us normal jackasses. But hey. I mean, it is what it is, bro. What do you really want to say? Like, I don't. I think analytics go out the fucking window in the Super Bowl, man. You really think Brady was going to have his best game ever against the Eagles and still lose? Like, it just is what it is, what it is man. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, no, I, fucking last time, McVay. Well, here's what I'll say. Do you think McVay uh, small balls at this time like he did against Bill Belichick? I know Zach Taylor isn't too scary on the other side, but I don't think he does. He fully. He, I think he, he willingly admitted he that he was scared. Yeah, I honestly yeah. think he learned from that. So we'll he see. learned to not be scared in the NFL as a coach. Big yes, you have to. I can't stand him. I know I can't, can't stand him, dude. I know you. He's can't. a fucking coordinator, dude. Get him out of here. But anyway, <laughs> a Super Bowl. <laughs> Good God! All right, let's talk about the Pro Bowl. Uh, holy shit! It's almost unwatchable at this point. Like it's it is on what yeah like we're playing two hand touch. Like oh, dude, it's they were playing two hand touch. So they brought back the skills competition, right? Which is I've been begging for for since we were kids because yeah. I like to see that shit where they run weird. You know, they like, play they've games always or had it. It just it's always been on at obscure times. It's never live. Yeah, no, this they the got first rid time of it. Was real. Live. Well, they got rid of it for no. That's not true either because it used to be during the day on like Sunday or Saturday or whatever it was, but it felt like it was just like throughout the week this time. Right. Like, I don't know. So it felt they, like I no, couldn't. Cause I just, I know this because I, I would get bored and fucking when Roethlisberger would be on it and all that, I'd go watch it. Yeah. They, yeah. they always had these skills competitions. They're always awkward, but they were always at like, they would film them and then show them at 10 o'clock at night on ESPN after everything else was done. They never got primetime billing. Like they did this time. This one was yeah. done on Friday night. See, I like those. I wish that they could just incorporate the Pro Bowl into something like that. Because the, the game doesn't translate clearly. You know what I mean? Like, these dudes don't want to get hurt. They're they literally should just do a fucking touch game and not put pads on. Yeah. Or flag football, maybe, or yeah. something. But, like, they, they just – it's literally just a walkthrough, like a practice. You know what I mean? They, they, they throw little dishes. The quarterbacks are just throwing it up forever, getting picks all day. But, by the way, your boy Miles Garrett got a pick six in that game. <laughs> so It wasn't a pick six, and if you saw who fucking set up the oh, fumble, jackass, you can fucking get, get at me. Get at Why? me. Why? Who was the fumble? Who, was the, who fumble? the fuck do you think set the fucking fumble up? Two bad, the two best friends. They're two, two best, best friends, friends in the world. TJ Watt <laughs> and Miles Garrett. Yeah. Was it really? I didn't yes. even real, I just saw the end of it. Honest to God, I had the game on and I was playing video games. I wasn't really paying attention. So but I did see him score. Literally the funniest thing was is this is I'm gonna read it off to you just because I'm gonna pull it up real quick. But but uh the Steelers posted about it <laughs> and their post literally was Where to go, where to go, where to go, where to go. Oh, 
right here. Least shocking news of the day. TJ Watt got to the quarterback and forced a fumble. <laughs> and then uh, and Garrett, took it, it, he, yeah, Garrett took it. Yeah, Garrett took it. That's fine. He cleaned up the splash play that TJ made because he can't do it. I bet they hugged. Maybe even a little kiss after that, dude. Best friends. Best friends. <laughs> but nah, it's a shit show, dude. Like, players don't want to be there. A lot of them backed out anyways. We had backups in there. And I don't know, man. They got to figure it out. I, I could do without the game altogether. Literally just highlight the, the uh, skills challenge. Even, even make them do dumb shit. Like, uh, have Aaron Donald do punts or see if like what lineman can throw the furthest and crap like that like who cares yeah. um, you know what i mean i will say this the nfl royally fucked up by putting mac jones into the pro bowl <laughs> well they didn't do it yes they did you get picked well it's it's voted yeah 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 so you're saying it's more so the fans no no uh the vote doesn't matter after like Mac Jones was garbage this year. I'm sorry. I'm going to fucking say it. He was not that good. He was good. okay. No, the Pro Bowl is all just a fucking popularity contest. It doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, but you get you have to be asked to come to the Pro Bowl after. Well, it's no, it's it's in order of your votes. Oh, God. There's so no, the, the Eagles, there's yeah, no way so, Mac Jones got more votes than Derek Carr. Seriously, the, the Eagles defensive end, uh, Josh Sweat, got into the Pro Bowl as an alternate, and he was the 24th DN in the league this year. He wasn't that good. He had like six oh, sacks. It was just that, that there was so many there was so many votes, dude. Like, yeah. on, on top of the fact that Mac Jones makes it, he also makes an ass out of himself when he gets touched what? three different times Bro, and then still runs in the end zone. They loved him for that. They were freaking out. They were like, oh, what an awesome guy. Congratulations. Uh, Patriots are good again. Look at Mac Jones. He's amazing, isn't he? He did have a, a pretty sick um, like back it's like a turnaround back shoulder touchdown in the end zone over Darius Slay. Yeah, that's great, that nice. but also at the same time, you got touched. It's too yeah, yeah, touch. Yeah. Stop winning. Hey. Don't hit the gritty going into the end zone. You look like a jackass. <laughs> You're the only one that I've heard that say that, dude. They all loved him, dude. They all loved him for that. I take it as that's his chance to shine because they're such a uh like a robotic organization, right? Like they can't speak. They're all just like slaves, basically, to Belichick. Like, you can't speak, you can't do anything ever, you know, just sit in your room and shit. So he gets a chance to, like, kind of stand out in front of an audience. Like, why not? Okay. And he's okay. filling some big shoes. So. Well, either way, <laughs> this was a perfect example of why we need to have the quarterback challenge come back. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Could you imagine of watching the, the quarterbacks this year, the quarterback <laughs> challenge? Would have been amazing. They did do one. They did a target one. But the legit quarterback, the old school QB yeah, challenge. Yeah, the old one. Yeah. Would have been dope. Yeah, they had like this one where it was like a wall with a million targets in it, right? Like holes all yeah. over it. And then a DB would stand in front of the wall like a, a soccer uh, goalie, and he would just try to block whatever passes from 20 yards away. And did you see Kirk Cousins do it? No, I did not. He missed, he missed every single hole but, like, two, dude, out of, like, 20 throws. And they were, like, undefended for half of them. It's so funny. Good lord. But uh, it, was, it reminded me of that time when Dak Prescott came on TV or whatever against, uh, what, David Carr, and they had to do, like, a little target practice, and he missed every single one, and David made every single one. And they oh. were like, wow, Dak's fucking garbage. Yeah. Which he still is, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you looking up? 
I'm not. Oh, look, okay. I'm just looking shit here. Um, I mean, I think it's enough talk about the Pro Bowl for now. I suppose. Agreed. We spend more time talking about it than they did. So. Yeah. So let's get into this. Uh, we talked a little bit about it last week. Brian Flores and his front and everything on that. Since that's come out, Hugh Jackson's come out and said that he was a, he was offered money to lose. He was offered money to tank for the Browns. Yep. Backtracked, said he never took money. And yeah. Acted like fuck? he said he took it, but he never said. But now he's saying he never took it. So now it makes him look like a fool. Well, you also got to think, remember the suck for luck campaign that the Colts did? Oh, yeah. Same difference, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I'm I'm a Sixers fan, so I can't really totally shit on the tanking thing, you know? But it, it's funny when when teams are literally offered or coaches are literally offered money to do it. You know what I mean? It's like. It's a little different in the NFL. I think I touched on it last week because these dudes are getting hurt out there. It's not. It's not like basketball where if you get hurt, it's most likely your fault or just like a an a random athletic random injury. Act, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the football, you're literally running into people going 20 miles an hour and shit. So to go out there and uh, put your life on the line, you know, in a way for no reason, un- unbeknownst to you, even so, it sucks. What do you do though? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, did you see the league's uh, stance change on the whole thing? Yeah, I definitely did. It's um, yeah. Two two days after the Flores first came out, the NFL was like, "Fuck this!" It's you know, there's nothing wrong here. He's crazy. And then, like two days later, after that, even they were like, "Oh, we need to change everything up. We got to deep dive into this." Well, as I've said wrong. to you multiple times before, I and mean, we've talked about it on this podcast, I I think the Rooney Rule was great in its start. Yes. But now they're just using they're just they're all they're doing is looking to interview one minority candidate and that's it. Yeah. That's it, it became it qu- quickly became a weapon in a way. Like I said, the Eagles even did it even though they were supposed to be this progressive franchise. You just interview somebody on your staff that's black and then that counts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, along those lines, do you think Houston ended up choosing their coach because they got a little scared? They did. I'm I'm telling you this right now. Yeah. Because Lovey so Smith was already there. So it made no yeah. sense to fucking fire David Coley if you're just gonna keep Lovey Smith. Right. I think honestly, the Texans were trying to go after Brian Flores. They were and when, they and admitted when this so. came out, mm-hmm. they're not touching him with a fucking million foot stick right now. Which sucks. I don't yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't interview like D'Amico Ryan's or something. Like he played his whole career there. I think I brought this up already, but you did. But but yeah, because right now all they're doing they, they have to make a hire. They don't have a choice. They put themselves in a shit situation. Well, I think honest to God, they probably would have went with Josh McCown, dude, because yes. he was like one of their finalists, and I think they got scared because he's a white dude or whatever, and he has no coaching experience. So they were like, "Well, fuck it, we don't get in trouble. If if, if Lovey doesn't work, we can fire him in a year. You know who cares." Well, after all this comes out last week, the day after, I mistakenly said on the podcast last week, so I rebuttal that and I'm, I apologize. I thought that Leftwich had already taken the job in Jacksonville. He was just a prime candidate. I did not realize that. Yeah. The day after we recorded, he came out and said he's pulling his name from the Jacksonville uh, job. And then 
you over there as Wolverine holding your fucking Doug yeah, Peterson man. picture happens. It they hurts. bring in Doug Peterson. I don't mind that hire. I think Doug Peterson's the right guy for a young team. I think it'll be good. I think it's a good hire. Young quarterback and yeah, young quarterback and he can get him out of their drama and shit. Now, another one that has popped up in the last couple hours here that's that's been a thing is the Saints are apparently going to go with defensive coordinator Dennis Allen over Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. Now, I find it hilarious and this is just to show you some of these Chiefs fans ways of doing things in their life. I had an argument like two or three years ago and it went on a year and we go on again about Eric Bieniemy. This this Chiefs fan told me, "Hey, why would Eric Bieniemy want to leave the Chiefs? He's got a great thing going. Why would he ever want to leave?" He coaches the best offense in the world. Blah, 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 blah. You just go to a head coach. You might not even know what the team is. My response was, who wants to toil in a spot when they're offered a spot to move up? Well, yeah, you only get offered so many head coaching jobs. That's why people just take them, even if they're shitty teams. You know? Exactly. Now, today, of course, when this happens, that same Chiefs fan is on Twitter bitching and moaning that Dennis Allen's not the right guy and Eric Bieniemy so much better. And I was just like, are you serious right now? And for all yeah. we know, there's a thing that Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy have going already that says Reid's like, hey, I've got this many years left. Yep. I'm going to move the reins over <laughs> to you once I'm done. Well, I low-key think that's why... Um leftward state as well i don't disagree there either yeah i mean like but, why start over with something that's completely terrible when you can stay where you're at and it's but like, solid already you know? seriously let's get to the fucking hypocrisy of this that's fucking absurd it's stupid you can't have yeah. a thing for three years about why your fucking oc is not getting jobs elsewhere and then this year because it's become to the forefront you're changing your mind and all of a sudden you're like we don't want to hire minority coaches. What? Yeah. Well, they, I'm exactly. Even, like, I'm appalled. Yeah. Oh my like God. I said, like I said, their first stance was they were like, Oh, there's nothing wrong. And then like a week later, they were like, Oh, I can't believe how wrong it's been. We need to figure this out. Like, come on, bro. I they also, already fired Gruden. He took the fucking bullet mid season. Well, yeah, he's a fucking bullet. cunt anyways. Gruden's a bitch. Well, whatever the bullet went right through him and we're still watching it travel because the shit's going on forever. Like just stop. It's not that hard to just stop being shitty. You know what I mean? Like I w if I was an owner of a team, I would hire BNME or any of those guys hands down. Like they're they're the best teams. So why wouldn't the only you, thing you know? that I will say about BNME, and that this is the only reason why this, and I know we've talked about it before, is I still slightly worry a little bit about him in the play calling aspect because I know Reed still does it. But as yeah. we've talked about this, Doug didn't get to either. Doug right. didn't get to either, and he proved yeah. that it, it it worked out for him. Now, I think the one thing that has hurt BNME more than anything else going into these. I don't think he's interviewed well because I don't think he wants a job elsewhere, dude. Well, 
two things is I've heard he hasn't interviewed well, but at the same time, some people just aren't good interviewers. You know what I'm saying? I feel like his we talked about this on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. I think his experience backs it up, but along the lines of like, okay, Doug didn't call plays in Kansas city other than two minute drill. The other side of the coin is Nagy, Matt Nagy, yeah. you know, went to the bears and he was complete garbage and he was the same Horrible. setup as Doug Horrible. and same setup as the enemy. So it's almost like you don't know. And, you have one and, and one. Andy, Andy, coaching trees are so hard to guess. You like Belichick coaching trees are almost all bad, right? Flores probably one of the only good ones, you know, but uh, Vrabel, I guess. But um, Andy, he's got like two. I feel like he's got like two. He's got Harbaugh and he's got McDermott in, in Buffalo. And McDermott wasn't good to start. McDermott was bad for a while. And I mean, I guess Doug, right? Doug won, but he yeah. only got a couple of years to do it. I don't know. It sucks. I would I would hire Leftwich in ten out of ten times, you know, right now if I was a uh, owner. But that's besides the point. Yeah, uh, and then on is it, to me, it's just I don't. <laughs> I just don't understand coming from that like the situation. Like all of a sudden now we're we're just we care about all this. Like that shit annoys the fuck out of me. More than anything, bro. Else. It's it's just image, man. That's all it ever is. It doesn't matter if you're a, a giant like the NFL or you're some tiny company, you know, down the street or whatever. You're all about your image, and you don't want to get in trouble for it. Yeah, that's it. But I mean, we can get into this. We keep going on this at some point. But I was just also going to announce the newest hire that just happened too: the Dolphins. Yeah. They hire right. Mike McDaniel. Now, if Who you is saw, the Niners? Well, he was the Niners, Niners OC, OC this last Niners right. OC. Now, if you took a photo and looked at a photo of this <laughs> gentleman. Yeah. This is no offense. And looked at it, you go, yeah, looks like a normal white dude head football coach, right? Basically. Apparently, he is, he claim, or he doesn't, he doesn't claim he identifies as multiracial. It's a lot like Salah last year who went to what the Jets or whatever. He's a Jets head coach, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot like that. Now, the 49ers <laughs> get two draft picks for this, by the way, if you did yep. not know this. As part of the Rooney rule, for develop, developing a minority assistant coach who then earns a head coaching position, the Rooney Rule, introduced in 2003, initially required teams to interview at least one diverse candidate during a head coaching vacancy. So they get two draft picks. Yeah. Do the Steelers get more for keeping said minority candidate? Like, Jesus Christ, this is what we're doing you're now? Literally the, you're literally, you're hurting, literally the you're only You're hurting one, the right? teams. Yeah, you're hurting teams yeah. by offering this. Because other teams well, are not going to want to hire if you're going to give draft picks to other teams. Well, no. I mean, you're not giving your own draft picks. They're comp picks. The league is giving them to you. So they're, they're what, end of third round? Yeah, kind I mean, of they're thing. late, but... Yeah, but I mean, I think it, that was the NFL's half-assed way of trying to like fix this. You know, be like, hey, we know this is a problem, so let's just cover it up a little bit, and we'll offer you incentive to do it. You know what I mean? Because that counts if you hire like a a uh, like a GM and everything. It's not just head coach; it's just a, a high priority of a uh, hire. 
So like the Eagles, for instance, they almost lost somebody to the Vikings, I believe it was, and uh, they would have got a couple picks, or the Eagles would have got a couple picks for that kind of thing they've talked about yeah. as a GM or whatever. But yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know how to fix it. The only way to fix it is just change the owners because they're the ones making the decision. The NFL can't sit in these meetings and be like, okay, bitch, you have to hire this guy. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? Yeah, I just. I, it, it's it's interesting. Like, I, you have to wait for all the old heads to die. You basically have to. That's what I feel like. That's what we're doing as a country as a whole. <laughs> but, Dude, you're not fucking but, kidding me. Yeah, let alone big business, because all these big businesses are owned by old fucks that it came from family or oil or something. Anyway, so I mean, speaking of waiting for old heads to die, I got you to watch a movie. Oh my god! This weekend. Yeah. To which we are going to review right now. You did. Uh, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I may have subjected myself to us watching the Kurt Warner story. I took a couple notes. I'll break them out while you speak. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did you actually take notes on this fucking movie? Yeah, I'm used to it because I run a fucking movie podcast, so I can't help but watch a movie and have to write something. I, did, I didn't take thorough notes. Trust me. I wrote like four things down, but Dope. go ahead. Yeah. Dope. Uh, <laughs> I did subject us to having to watch the Kurt Warner movie, an American story. And we're going to review that at some point sometime soon. I would rather watch that, <laughs> but I, I don't, it's going to be all about God all the time, but well, whatever. <laughs> it's better than this. <laughs> so we reviewed the new Kevin James movie where he plays Sean Payton in home team. Yeah. Now let me get this out of the way to start. Mm -hmm. Who thought, that making a feel-good movie about a coach who got suspended for a year for putting bounties on hurting opposing teams' yeah. players was a good it's idea. A, it's, a, it's a Happy Madison production, by the way. So it's all yes. the, the original guys, like what? Rob Schneider and uh, Kevin James and uh, the dude from Grandma's Boys, the referee and shit like that. Yes. <laughs> but so that's the only funny thing. But I will. the only good thing I could say about this is they 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 – leaned into that as a joke oh yeah you know like like all the uh when he so okay so he gets suspended from the league right for cheating for hurting players and everything so he goes to his hometown to like coach his son's what junior high team or whatever they yeah, are junior high team yeah and all the fans or you know uh families or whatever you know they all hate him at first because they're like oh what are you gonna do cheat now too and shit like that which i loved but then, by the end of the movie, it kind of pissed me off because I was like, Sean Payton signed off on all this, so this motherfucker knows he's untouchable at this point. So he's just going to ride the wave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hell yeah, I cheated, so what? My whole career is a fucking false. Like, you know, who cares? Like, I'm still paid and shit. As soon as I lose the Hall of Fame quarterback I had, I quit. So fuck it, right? But... I don't know, man. Uh, it's nothing... I have nothing good to say about so this fucking movie. The only thing that I will say this about it is like you were saying... So this movie, like in general, is garbage. Uh, <laughs> the only interactions that I enjoyed about it were when like the, the adults had interactions with other adults. Yeah. The kids ruined the movie. Fuck these kids. They're terrible. Well, because the adults are comedians and shit. Still, 
You can yeah. teach kids to be funny. I've seen fuck yeah. little giants is literally was really good. I really enjoyed I that re- one. Yeah. Come I literally on. wrote that down. I was like, all this movie did was make me want to watch the little giants. Yes. Like not a shitty movie, you know what I mean? Like Yes. But you know. in general, there's a few funny things that happen with like Rob Snyder being Rob Snyder and being this like super he was fucking good. holistic hippie dude yeah. who's now married to Sean Payton's ex wife or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he brought those power logs. The uh the the assistant coach kickstand was pretty fucking good too, just because he was a fucking wacko. Like was that the drunk guy? The drunk yeah, he's like just rode rode his bike everywhere, and then that's why they named him Kickstand. And then the real head coach was the uh werewolf guy from Twilight. (laughs) Taylor Lautner. Yeah, there you go, yeah. (laughs) Fucking Christ. In general, this movie was just garbage. There's a few there's a few funny moments. The uh, dude they had who worked for the fucking hotel, Eric, he was I cool. Found, I found that was pretty funny. Like when he comes he, out for yeah. the fucking, he comes out there having like the pool party. He's like, he goes up to Kevin James, who's Sean Payne. He goes, hey, Sean, um, had a few complaints. You guys are being too loud and like water noises, swimming noises. Yeah. He goes, well, who complained? I don't know. Hotel people. <laughs> and then he just finally goes. <laughs> fucking Kevin Chase looks at him and is like do you mean that you're complaining he goes yeah yeah I'm complaining because you guys are out here having fun and I'm working <laughs> yeah 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 okay I get that I get that like it's dumb, I low key, but yeah Loki well, had some I, laughs but nothing uh, phenomenal I low-key thought you were like hey let's watch this movie because for one you recommended this to me while you're editing the last episode and you said you you claim you were drunk and you're like it's really good trust me it's the best movie I did ever not seen. say it was really so, good we can fucking publish like, the post in the time the whole the fucking- time I was like hold on what is good like throughout this whole movie and then here comes a scene where Cower comes in and I was like okay I understand now Brent likes this fucking movie because Cower comes in with this terrible Cower acting power. by the way no offense or whatever it's what but- his terrible acting. The dude phones oh, yeah. this shit. His sure. power. But uh, I don't even remember what he was saying. I th- oh, he gives him he the gives game him plan. A, how he to gives beat him a game championship plan. team. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Do you think that really happened? Do you think he called Coward and I was like, "How do I beat this junior high team?" Probably because he's a of, fucking fake coach. I don't coach think anyway. any of this actually happened, dude. It opens with the real footage of the Saints winning that Super Bowl against the Colts. What? Two thousand six, seven, or whatever the fuck yeah, it was. Yeah, Two thousand seven. And they superimpose Kevin James in there as <laughs> Sean Payton to the point that he's on the stage uh, collecting the Lombardi and the guy's like handing Jim him the Lombardis. Jim yeah, Nitz. he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, just so you know, I, I thought you guys were going to win all the time or whatever. And he's like, I don't remember hearing that. He's like, no, it happened. I swear. And he's like, OK, man. No, dude, it was just I never weird. heard you say anything. No, 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 no. I said it. Not publicly, but around my yeah. house, I said it out loud. Look at Brent's got word for word. He's got this movie on. I remember dude, that part, repeat. dude, because I had I yeah. watched it last night because you fucking repeat what I sent you when you told me you actually watched it. Anyway, the whole purpose of this <laughs> movie off. is Sean, Sean Payton <laughs> is banished from the league. So he goes home, right? <laughs> To uh, coach his son's league, but he only coaches it because he realizes he's a shitty ass dad because his son's basically like, who are you? You know, like, I never even see you. I don't know anything about you. You're a piece of crap. So then he like tries to earn his son's like glory or whatever, but he still fucks it up because he takes over (laughs) like a coach and he like only plays the good players and all this crap or whatever. And he promises to beat the championship team who never loses and uh, whatever. He says that. So the, the thing is, 
there's a mercy truce in these games where if you win by 40 or if you're up by 40, they just turn the turn lights the off lights and they off, say yep. game over. Yeah. So he gives it to his kicker to uh, tie the game to go to overtime at the very end. I'm just finishing this fucking movie. It's terrible. You're good. So he gives it to the Finish kicker, it. and the kicker wide right. Spoiler the shit alert! Out of it, right? Spoiler yeah. alert! Oh, I'm sorry that this fantasy <laughs> Sean Payton fucking movie. So he misses a field goal, hits the scoreboard, lights go out, and they're stoked. Like, yay, we did it! The lights actually went out, even though we lost the game, kind of deal. Mind you, hang on, hang, very- on, hang on, one second. Yeah. The reason why it's even more incredible is literally this kid is shown through kicking three different times in this game, and he hits his center right in the asshole. Yeah, he's he's basically like the kid on Little Giants that can't catch. Yeah, where like in practice he can do all these things, but in the game like he just fucks it up because there's a girl in the stands he likes. Who fucking cares? Don't watch this movie. All I'm gonna say <laughs> is at the very end, Sean Payton or Kevin James, I should say comes back to the saints right like it's been a year you're a big loser and and apparently he's all nice now right he was mean to his staff and secretary before but now he's nice when he gets to his office the real sean payton is in there posing as a custodian with a wig on and it's this weird exchange yes he's got this brunette big like surfer wig and when he leaves the room he turns around to kevin james and says hey man the saints really sucked without you this year and then he walks out and i wanted to be like fuck you you motherfucker dude you cheated got thrown out and then you still get a cameo in your bullshit movie that says like hey we really sucked without you big guy all right i want to see sean payton without drew Brees." oh we did and he quit so like fuck him dude he doesn't earn anything man he's a piece of shit i hate that he gets paid for me watching that fucking thing <laughs> I can't stand Sean. He's such a fake coach, dude. He's such bullshit. McVeigh's a better coach than Sean Payton. That's I a, said it. That's a, it's a, that's those big words coming out of Billy. Been to two Super Bowls at least, right? That's fair. That's yeah, fair. Sean Payton won one early and then never even touched another one, dude. So yeah, they're just but the Saints fans are going to complain that, that it was just a, a rest fault. They didn't. Yeah, well they can throw another parade all by themselves then if they want to. <laughs> Probably throwing one right now. Sean Payton's down there in his wig and everything. So I feel like in the future, what we should end up doing <laughs> during the off season <laughs> is just reviewing some dumb sports movie each week. That's fine. <laughs> just don't make next, me review that the next, uh, Marky Mark Eagles one, or else I'll just cry like a baby because that shit makes me cry. That's every up time, next. Dude. We're just gonna say Invincible's up next. Invincible? I thought you wanted the uh, um, <laughs> Kurt Warner joint. <laughs> I guess I guess we have to watch a Kurt Warner joint for the yeah, next yeah, one. Yeah, it might Christian not be next movie. week's because that'll be the that'll be the Super Bowl podcast, like a review Don't and worry. shit. I, I'd but, rather never do this, but for the sake of the show, we can plan something in the off season. Uh, also, at some point in time, my partner Megan said that at some point we should end up doing like a review of like a horror sports mo- movie, and we can have okay. her on also to talk about that shit. That should be kind of okay. funny. <laughs> I'll find them. There's plenty, I'm oh, sure. Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, getting from there, before we jump into other shit to end this podcast, <laughs> uh, the only other thing that I have for the day about the NFL was uh, it popped up right before we started this podcast. Kyler Murray has unfollowed the Arizona Cardinals and deleted all Arizona Cardinals pictures off of his social media. Kyler Murray wants out. I don't think so. <laughs> Like, like I said pre-show, I think they they just do this shit. He's probably tired of hearing the fans and stuff. It just wouldn't make any sense, you know what I mean? Like, what do you? why would you trade the only player you have, especially the who you think, which is Tampa Bay, right? So, 
I don't know, man. I think he stays. I think he's just sick of fans. I yeah, I mean that might be it, but I just think it's funny that he decided to do this right after the Pro Bowl, right after throwing yeah. a touchdown to Mr. Mike Evans, whose team is looking for a quarterback. Fair. Fair. You think he wants out of that division, maybe? I don't think so. I think honestly it's just him being a frustration at the yeah. how the how the how the game ended last year. Cause I'm not gonna lie. If you give me an option of DeAndre Hopkins or Mike Evans and taking DeAndre Hopkins every single time. Yeah, I would too. But at the same time, like Hopkins teams never win anything. It's weird, right? Like he's also been on teams that have been fucking garbage. Every bro, they time. went to the playoffs like every single year with Houston. They just kept running into the Chiefs and then their quarterback like getting his butthole touched. Like it wasn't up to him. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but I feel like I think I would have Hopkins as well because I think Hopkins – he saves your quarterback more often than you really imagine. But Evans is dope though. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's a, he's a monster. He's a jump artist, man. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get you. I'll take either one of them to be honest. But that's the inner, that's, that's the news for, for the NFL. <laughs> Other than Juju yeah. posting that it's been real pit. And on his <laughs> Instagram stories, apparently is looking elsewhere, which is, what I expected, but I expected that too. Yeah. I hey, can like I say was... one thing about Doug real quick before yeah, we just move it. on? Do it. So just real fast. So uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars since 2017 have won 15 games. Doug Peterson in 2017 won 16 games alone. So I think it's a good hire, man. I'll all forever love Doug. That's just what it is. And I'll hate Carson, but uh, I'm happy for the Jags fans. They at least have a good one out there. Yeah, no more. Absolutely. Can you imagine going from Urban Meyer as a player, that whole team going from Urban Meyer to a guy that like at least has some credentials? <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know, man. I know Urban won a bunch of college shit, but the guy's such a piece of shit, man. What I, he did in college is what Sean Payton's doing right now, just being like, "Oh, I'm sorry, my heart hurts. I don't want to play anymore, or coach anymore." And then oh. comes back for a better job. Even in the fucking back to the Sean Payton movie, real fast. Even in that movie, they they over and over and over again they asked him, "Why don't you just coach the Cowboys?" Fuck you, Sean Payton. He's going to come back to the Cowboys next year after they fire McCarthy, dude. Watch. That's the whole reason why he quit the Saints, because he wanted out of his contract. He wanted out of that terrible situation he laid out there with a $75 million all, uh, under or over the cap, no quarterback. Let me just get the fuck. He's like Pete Carroll, dude. Just let me get out of USC. They got Taysom Hill. Yeah. Let me get out of USC. Chip Kelly, let me get out of Oregon before all these you know, sanctions fall. Yeah, I get what he's doing here. Anyway. You're probably not. That's, I just wanted to say my piece. Fuck Sean Payton. Doug right. Peterson's the best coach ever. Moving on. Other things outside of the NFL world. <clears throat> so, Billy. Yeah. You're 76ers. Flirting with James Harden, eh? Yeah, man. That's been an ongoing thing for a while. Because of Maury. Daryl Maury. It's yeah. crazy. Be well, <laughs> that first started, and then all of a sudden the news came out that teams were going to try to like go against the Sixers for like what's it called tampering and yeah. shit like that so then it died down so now they're saying like it's not gonna happen and they're, they're well the rumor was it was Ben for Harden basically because him and Maury have like this you know love relationship or whatever and uh we're just trying to get Ben the fuck out of here but I would love it I don't, why not we're I literally like the third team in the east without ben give me a fucking shooter to help joe out the dude's killing himself out there mvp of the league by the way should be 
He's number one in the voting now, Should which be. is funny because it only took a whole three fourths of the season for somebody to realize this. But they haven't even hit the All Star break yet. Calm down. Bro. I know, I know. Jesus you know what Christ. I mean. Fuck you. He's amazing. T- typical Philly fan over here. Over Come on, this dude. This dude is amazing. He should have won MVP last year. He should have. It should at least be considered. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, I think it's a great, great move for him. Uh, I think it'd be sick, dude. I mean, we already fucked up the Jimmy Butler f- for Ben thing, so let's try to fix it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we've uh, established that we got the NBA going. Uh, NHL just hit the All Star break. The Pittsburgh Penguins are nice and nice and well in playoff contention at this point in time. Jake Gensel, Tristan Jari were All Stars this year. Omaha's own Jake Gensel. That's right. Nice. That's right. Philly. <laughs> the lone bright spot for Philly. Claude Giroux, their captain. And the won the MVP of the All-Star yeah. game. While getting fed while getting fed plenty of fucking pucks from Jake Gensel, because he played on the same line. <laughs> what are you, are, you, are you trying to say that he was sitting next to the basket like your boy Crosby? Or what? Sitting next I mean, to the he net went all to the bas- he went to the basket and scored. Jake mm-hmm. fed him the pucks. Yeah. Fucking sick. Does that take away from Drew or does it take away from Crosby? No, it makes, it makes them all look good. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, to, come on, I can't let you just come and shit on Philly good. without me coming uh, back. No, Drew's a great player. He's just been stuck on like the shitty part yeah. is is Philly like I love I love all the shit talk all the time from from Philly fans because like every single time it's always the bankruptcy, bankruptcy, bankruptcy. And I'm like, cool, man. We had that issue. How about you guys win something? Like, come on. Like, what do you want? Like, well, what, do you, I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, you guys just completely royally fucked a rebuild. You guys just got the fucking ultimate fucking goalie, and you fucked him up. Carter Hart I is know. garbage. He's tired. He's falling apart. I mean, I don't watch hockey, but I pay enough attention to real life. Philly loves to like burn their stars, bro. I mean, Embiid is burning out in a way right now too. That's why I want this Harden thing to happen. But I don't know, man. What do you want me to say about hockey? No, dude? no, you're I, good. I feel I, bad I get for it. Him. <laughs> just yeah, just like the Sixers. Like it's something about Philly, we all have really bad owners, and the only difference is the Eagles have a decent owner, or actually, probably above average owner, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, and that's the only reason why we ever see success. Whereas the other three owners are all fucking. The worst assholes. part about it, yeah, because Comcast still owns the Flyers. And yeah, they own that. <laughs> yeah. What sucks for you guys with that situation is you're sitting here. You fired Hextall, who's now the Penguins GM. Yeah. And you have the fucking GM now and Chuck Fletcher, who ran the Minnesota Wild into the goddamn ground. And you're watching this and they're like bitching and moaning about what Hextall did there. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. But what are you guys doing? You just signed. You signed Kevin Hayes to a giant contract. You traded essentially two second round picks and a prospect to get rid of Shane Gosses and bring Rasmus Ristolainen in like a guy that they don't even have under contract next year, by the way, yeah. it just blows my mind how bad it's been for him this year. 
I mean, that's just the fucking Philly way. I mean, the Phillies did the same thing when they got rid of uh, Gabe Kapler. Remember, they're like, oh, the analytics shit's bullshit. And then he yeah. goes right on to go to a championship. And Gabe right? Kapler just play. goes on and plays a fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well he's, he was he was uh, our coach or GM or the fuck it is in baseball. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then he leaves and then they go on to fuck. He gets a uh, league manager of the year the second he leaves here. I don't know, man. It's it's like they're impatient. Or something. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I don't know, man. It's like a curse. Baseball's weird, and I, I always give baseball a pass on this because, <laughs> and this, a lot of people out here tell me that it's not. You're just being too nice to the fucking baseball shit. I'm like, no, I understand the baseball side and how the business side works with that. There's no salary cap. Most of these teams shed salary mid mid season, so yes, you're going to see them send send players away to pros to get prospects. Where Pittsburgh was wrong for the longest time was they never developed said prospects. We don't either, dude. And maybe that's where Philly, the Phillies have to get the back end going yeah. again. But where Pittsburgh's changed things when they brought Charrington in as GM is they're now developing these guys. You're seeing these guys come up and play well. With Huntington prior, we'd bring guys up that weren't top three round draft picks and they were garbage fucking straight yeah. garbage yeah. so i'm excited to see what the what the pirates end up doing in the next five to six years i know that it's not going to be a world series by any means because it's just not going to happen here it is what it is <laughs> but it also goes along the same lines of like we're looking at seeing what happens with pittsburgh for the penguins once i mean crosby and malkin only have so much longer yeah when they're gone we have to see what management does you know, you can't just continue to re continue to rely on those two. I mean, they're they're Crosby's the same age as we are, thirty five. Malkin's thirty six. So, so do you think it's gonna be like a Big Ben thing where you kind of just fall back to mediocrity for a while? You know, honestly, I I I would think that that would be a thing at first, but we also have a lot of good younger talent on the team to help continue on. I'm not saying go be a Stanley Cup contender, but. You have a lot of young talent on that team that continues to win. They have one like they have one of the best coaches in the entire NHL, Mike Sullivan. Since he's been there, they continue to to develop talent. Like this year, they started the season off without Crosby, without Malkin, and they're still one of the top fucking five teams in the league. You didn't have your top two guys. And they yeah. still were continuing winning games, and that's at center. Your 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 most important position in hockey is center. They influxed it with Jeff Carter and fucking Teddy Bluger and then some no names behind and brought up some guys from the AHL. And then in Sullivan's system, they were able to do what they needed to do. They played well. Tristan Jari and Nett played really fucking good, and that helped them win games. But like I think that they have a developmental program and they have such good scouts and I don't think it's going to be as far of a drop. I think that's where a lot of these teams lose it is they're not finding undrafted free agents the way that Pittsburgh has. It's I love weird... how much you guys, how awesome you guys think you are. Hey, when is, uh, what do you mean? when is the, <laughs> I'm just saying in that city as a whole, you... when, uh, when is the game, the flyers and, uh, Penguins one out there that you were talking about. Uh, I got to look it up here. Give me two seconds. I'll, I'll All right. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. I want to come out for that for real. I mean, I won't be wearing like my Crosby suck shirt or anything like that. Cause I don't feel like dealing with it, but you wouldn't, if you're I'm down, you're I'm, I gotta, I gotta get, uh, 
your buddy hyped. He's too quiet. I got to get him hyped for the Flyers a little bit. I'll be the idiot. Horace, I don't I'll give try. A shit. I'll, I'll, I mean, we're, we're, we'll get Horace out here, bud. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll be the idiot. I don't, what do I got to lose? I'm, I'm pulling up the schedule right now, so I think it's I, I later wa- because we didn't. I don't think we've had him in town yet because the one that we had in town was postponed because he was supposed to come out here for it. Right. I remember looking the other day and I could I couldn't quite see it. I don't know. So our first one. It's February 15th. I don't think you're making that one, bud. <laughs> I keep I keep clicking that thing, dude. I, I have like multiple tabs, and when I switch over, my cursor is right on the fucking thing. Oh, but, when you leave and come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like it's not till April. Fuck. Oh, shit. When, though? Oh, no. They might not line up well. We're, we're in Philly April 24th. Oh, no, they haven't rescheduled the other games. Okay, I'll wait on it then. Hopefully not mid-April. But yeah, because you anyway, you're going out to... I'm going to Portland yeah. uh, for a little while in April, yeah. Um, We'll see. Yeah, they haven't announced it yet, so... This, is, right. a, this is a scheduled one. So... Yeah. This one was a scheduled one on the 15th. It's here. The only other one we have is in April. So. Cool. All right. Yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out. They'll, I think it'll be I fun. Mean, I think they're going to try and get them all in. We'll find out. It'll probably be before then, but it'll probably be March. Yeah. They'll throw it in and they'll probably throw it in, honestly, like March 7th or 14th, something like that. Because they'll have a back to back and a day off or something. So, yeah. Cool. It'll be around that be time. Cool. So. Yeah. yeah, man. That'd be sick. Fuck yeah. Whatever. All right. I'm Shall we have one shot? Well, let's let's talk the last thing. The last thing before we get All out right. of here. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the note. So because of how bad the Royal Rumble went, and apparently this was a fucking Vincent McMahon decision about why the changes were happening. Vince McMahon fires quietly. His son, Shane McMahon, for how bad the Royal Rumble went. Apparently, Shane tried to book it around himself. But Brock Lesnar wanted it to be more of a domination show for him at the end, which makes sense for his booking. It was Whoa. so fucked up for times that everybody was going to go out that when Shane was supposed to come out, the reason why it took him so long to come out from the gates was Randy Orton, Randy Orton had to tap him and go, I know this was my order prior, but I'm not coming out to you got the money. Yeah. Oh, so they fucked it up on the fly. Yeah. Why is that Shane's fault? Shane was a producer. Shane had everything, no. had all of his hands in. Bro, the he NFL was has fired to... every single one of their talents, dude. Like, I'm not saying that Shane is going to save anything, but I figured if Shane ever got the chance to run the show once Vince finally fucking dies, I felt like it'd be a better product, but maybe not. Apparently, he just wanted it to be about him in this one, and that's the reason why which, he's being fired. Which is weird, because what's he going to fucking do? He's too old, man. He can't wrestle really anymore. I think. Apparently he had this big ordeal where he was gonna have a he was gonna have a back and forth with uh Seth Rollins. So nah. 
Austin Theory was pushed into the Elimination Chamber match on that Monday after Royal Rumble. Apparently, it was supposed to be Shane McMahon in that Elimination Chamber. Mm. Which he was supposed to play a part that caused Rollins to lose the shot or lose the title. And he was supposed to face Rollins at WrestleMania. I can't think of a worse booking for Seth Rollins, who's literally one of your top stars at WrestleMania, yeah, than Shane fucking McMahon. You know, I like Shane McMahon, but I feel like he's way past the, uh, you know, the <laughs> like the uh, WrestleMania match kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like, he can't be jumping off Titantrons and shit I'm anymore. Over so it what's now the point? Because I was over it when he decided to recreate <laughs> the goddamn fucking Hell in a Cell thing at WrestleMania yeah. forever ago. Like, I'm done. Like, yes, dude, we get it. But you're 40. You're 50 years old nah, now. Nah, that's the best part of Shane. Let him jump off the fucking moon for all I care. That's the best, dude. He was one of them. He jumped on the Titan Like, nobody does that kind of stuff, dude. Every, everybody do still that. does, but the problem is, is you take away from your young talent that should be getting pushed in those big spots for nah. Shane McMahon? Who gives a fuck? Well, I don't... Let's not all, let's not put all this on Shane. The the WWE and Vince has been doing this for a very fair. long time. That's a fair Abandoning point. young talent. And glad, thankfully, for fuck, like, there's another league out there now that takes advantage of them throwing away their good talent. But I don't know, man. What do you want? No, we'll yeah. still be watching it. You know, like, it sucks. I think WWE is playing garbage. I've been saying that for a few years, but it's like such a such a pristine show it's hard not to still tune in every once in a while you know you still want to see the the giant fireworks and the huge arenas but yeah the talent sucks it has sucked and i just i like what AEW is doing much better so oh everybody does fuck dude For, <laughs> even though they've toned it down a little bit too in my opinion they still are like light years better absolutely absolutely yeah well i feel like that's enough for the night we've talked enough about it. all the random shit <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do this Southern Tier Distilling Company, not brewery, Pumpkin Pumpkin Whiskey. I don't know what to think. Well, I hope it's really bad because I ran out of shooters except these 99 Johns and I got the 99 Peaches by request. So, yeah, good luck, bud. Yeah. Cheers. Go Bengals. <laughs> Go Rams. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, that is so... <laughs> How is it? It's not great, but it's not terrible. It's probably better I if mean, I had it cold, but... It can't taste like the chemical burn in these 99 things, God, dude. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. This thing tastes like medicine, dude. Like, <clears throat> that, that like, uh, weird medicine you used to take when you were a kid every once in a while. I don't know how to explain it. doesn't matter, but it's bad. Yeah. I feel you. Well, on our parting way out, uh, one of my dad's buddies, who also coached me in Pee Wee football, actually passed away today. Oh, shit. So, uh, uh, he, he, long battle with leukemia, but uh, a drink for Sean Blaha, my, uh, one of my first ever football coaches. Sucks to see you. Prayers, hearts, whatever. I don't really have yeah. prayers to send, but thoughts, I guess. Go out to you and your family, bud. But yeah, there's uh, 
We've had too many fucking deaths on this podcast lately, eh? Every week we're giving another one, but cheers, bro. Yeah. Never ends. But, uh, well, you ready for a fucking Super Bowl this week? Dude, I'm jacked. This is a good one. We get a fresh Super Bowl. I'm excited. You know what I mean? No Patriots, no Chiefs, none of that bullshit. It'll be good. Fresh, fresh. 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 Let's get McVay out of here, though. Good God. (laughs) All right. Well, this is the end of the podcast. Go Steelers. Go Birds. I love you, Doug Peterson. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.